You're listening to Rosemary Goes to the Mall, the saga of one woman's lonely journey around the Mall of America. So I had to go to the optometrist today, and um, I, I, I went this morning, and she dilated my pupils. And, um, you know, it was all very weird, and she was, like, sticking things in my eye and, and things like that. And now, uh, because my pupils are dilated, I, A, can't read anything. Well, anything that's, you know, close, like reading distance, not like signs or whatever. My short-term distance, my, um, my close distance vision is, is really terrible. And when I go outside, I'm completely blinded by the sun. So they gave me these little sunglass inserts for my glasses that are pretty dopey looking, but she gave them to me. So that's the only way that I can actually drive my car is with these things in there because otherwise it'd be completely blinded. But, um, I stop to get a little snack. I get like a little health food, um, power bar type thing. And I cannot for the life of me read the ingredients on the damn thing. I make out by taking off my glasses, I make out that it's like a chocolate peanut butter one, but it's one of those super crazy health ones. And so except for the real big words, I really can't read anything on it. So I just eat it and I figure, you know, whatever's in it, um, it's fine. Um, I am kind of a stickler for ingredients, you know, at times, and I'm trying to eat super healthy right now. So hopefully um, I picked out a, a good one. I am kind of worried that I won't be able to read the price tags on things. And, you know, actually that wouldn't necessarily be such a bad thing for me to not be able to read it. Uh, because then I might get away from some of the guilt and, uh, stress of spending money, but I guess I'll find out when I, when I buy them anyway. <laughs> uh, I arrive at the mall. Uh, I find a parking space, not such a great one today. I have to, uh, I have to say not the worst I've gotten, but not great. I take the little sunglass inserts out of my glasses and figure I'll just squint my way into the mall because I'm not walking around with these things in my glasses. They look really dopey. Um, very necessary, but super dopey. And um, I head up to the third floor of the North Wing to start my returns. Um, my first one is that after hours where I bought that disposable camera, and so I go in, it's a different salesperson from yesterday. Um, and she's on the phone and she doesn't acknowledge me, but I just figure I'll just stand there with my receipt and my little camera until she gets off the phone. But she keeps talking on the phone and it's obviously to like another store or a manager or something. She's looking for a customer name, you know? And, um, I stand there and I stand there and I swear to God, five minutes pass and she doesn't even, uh, make eye contact with me, look at me, anything. And it's starting to piss me off actually, you know, I mean, it may just be a return, but I'd like some goddamn service. Like maybe acknowledge I walked into your store, you know, I'm a live person in front of you. So, you know, it would be nice if you said hello. Um, <clears throat> no wonder the store is so quiet. They just cannot be making very much money the way they treat people. 
So she finally looks up from the phone. I don't know what prompts her to do this. Nothing changes. I don't start huffing and puffing. I don't, you know, do anything to attract her attention. She just suddenly decides she's going to look at me. And she says, if you're looking to return that retail sales are final sale. And I'm like, Oh, well, look at your sign. It says 30 days return policy. And she's like, that's for merchandise. Uh, retail sales are final sale. And then she starts talking on the phone again. And I'm like, first of all, I'm just relieved that I didn't buy those stupid white gloves I was considering because they're just super silly. But you know, when I thought they were returnable, it didn't matter. And maybe I'll just give this camera to the kids and they can play with it. But I'm also just like, you know, bitch, like, I don't know, like, give me a little more respect or something. I don't need that. You know, it kind of was a downer way to start my day. Uh, at Spencer Gifts, I thankfully get rid of the lava lamp. It is so heavy. I've been actually pretty worried that it was going to break through the bottom of the old Navy bag. And then I'd have to carry everything in my arms everywhere to return it. And that just would not do. It would, it would be really uncomfortable to have to do that. So, uh, yep, they take that back. Um, but they won't give me my original receipt back, which has the 497 from the Rocky t-shirt. And, um, that kind of pisses me off because I, I need that cause I'm trying to keep an accounting of, you know, how much I'm spending. And she's just like, well, that thing is clearance anyway, so it's not returnable. And I, once again, I feel kind of slighted, but I, I guess I just like become my little passive self fitting very well into Minnesota, which is passive aggressive. And I just let her take the receipt, which I should have fought for it. You know, I know that I don't have a really great reason, but nonetheless, it's my goddamn receipt. I bought that thing and it's on there and I want it. But I just leave the store and make a little note, you know, on a piece of paper that I need to remember that 497. Speaking of the Rocky t-shirt, Keith loves the t-shirt. He said it's his favorite t-shirt ever. He wore it to Evan's t-ball game last night and, uh, and he was super proud to, to have it on. And, um, so I thought that was great value for 497 to get that kind of reaction. I think that's awesome. Now I walk down past the food court after I finish my returns and I'm going to start in on this final little section of the third floor, the last section of the third floor that I have to complete. And I can see down at the end of the corridor, the Champs store that's right by Nordstrom's. And I went there two or three times because, you know, I bought things and I returned them and I bought Keith some new, um, Adidas sandals there. And then they weren't the kind he wanted. So I returned them again. Anyway, I have history there. So I kind of am like, wow, you know, it's like a weird mirror effect. Like, 
you go around, you, you're like progress, 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 you know, this floor, that floor, this floor. Oh, I'm making progress around the mall. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I'm back where I started. So I can actually see the end. And gosh, I just want to have a really good time these last few shopping trips. I just want to enjoy myself and end on a really positive note. And so, um, you know, it's kind of exciting. It's kind of sad, but, um, in any case, I just want to forge onward and end with a bang. My, I, I don't know if this will add to ending with a bang, but my first store is journeys for kids. And I walk into the store and it looks exactly like journeys down on the first floor, except everything is littler. And, um, this guy all of a sudden jumps out from behind the register and says, hi, how are you doing today? And he scares me nearly to death. I did not see him. And it was like he was hiding. And then all of a sudden he was like so exuberant and just right there, super present, you know, that he just scares the living wits out of me. Um, so they sort of start laughing and I'm like, I'm sorry, you really scared me. And he's like, gosh, that's the second person I've done that to today. And I say, well, you know, maybe you need a slightly subtler approach <laughs> instead of jumping out of the bushes at me like that. Uh, in any case, the logo for journeys for kids is, um, big kids shoes in little kids sizes. And that is in fact, exactly what is in there. It's like diesels and cool flip flops and pumas and all kinds of stuff. They cost almost as much as the grown up versions. Um, but really ironically, they don't cost that much more than say going to the stride right store, uh, which is where I buy all my kids shoes I'm sort of slightly fanatical about paying full price for shoes and not paying full price, but like not buying their shoes in discount places because I can't fit them very well. And so I want someone to tell me for sure that their shoes fit. It seems somehow really important, you know? So, um, anyway, you know, who would love the store is, um, my friend Chris and her son, Nicholas, who is Evan's best friend from Brooklyn. Nicholas is always very stylishly dressed. You know, we're always just the old Navy and stride, right? Family. But, um, Nicholas wears all kinds of very cool stuff, including very hip and cool sneakers and shoes. And, um, I don't know if this is his fashion sense or earned solely from his mother, but anyway, he's a very cool kid and they would do really well in the store. I, who knows? Maybe they've been to it. Maybe there's one in New York and that's where they shop. I'm not sure. Uh, in any case, um, this place is definitely for them. I, I actually am tempted to bring my kids here next time they need shoes just because it's so much cooler and it's not that much more expensive. But honestly, um, if I did that, it would really just be for me. Like it would be for me and the other kids' parents so that, you know, they would know that Evan was really cool. Even if Evan didn't know he was cool, nor did the other kids in his class know he was cool. I mean, Evan is about as fashion conscious as, you know, 
as my dog, you know, like they both have a very utilitarian attitude towards, um, well, I guess they don't both have an utilitarian attitude towards shoes and things, um, because Gus doesn't wear shoes, but you know what I'm saying? They're, they're like both just, they are what they are. They are present. They are in the present. They don't think about what other people are going to think of what they look like. Um, uh, Evan, if he has a preference about what he wears, it's purely like, uh, you know, I'm stuck in this rut of always wanting to wear my red shirt kind of preference. It's not like, oh no, the red shirt is by Tommy Hilfiger and you know, I only wear designer shirts. It's not like that. You know, it, unless it's got like Spider-Man or Batman on it. In any case, I'm not going to buy them shoes today. Um, that seems kind of ridiculous. So I actually end up over at the sock, uh, um, thingy, the sock, um, display. And I get into this, um, sort of funny conversation with the sales guy about kids socks and how hard it is to remember what size socks your kids wear and end up buying the right size. And he says that that's why they color coded their socks so orange is size four to 10, which is Garrett size. And then red is size 11 to three, which is more Evan size. And this actually seems like a really good system. And then I pick up another pair that's orange, but it's a slightly lighter orange. And I said, well, what's this? And I look at it and it's like real little kids sizes. And he goes, oh, well, actually that's our old system. So um, forget about that. Just ignore that's there. So I guess they changed color systems. He He's going on and on about how great the color system is, but they've got a few little glitches to work out there. Um, I buy one package of socks for Evan and one package of socks for Garrett. And I think that they are socks that both of them will wear. So I'm very excited about this. Um, they are both so darn finicky about what kind of socks, you know, are they too high up the leg? Are they too close to the ankle? Blah, blah, blah. Really bores me to tears. So I'm just going to get these. And I think that these will actually be winners for them. I, you know, I, I have to say that the guy who works at journeys for kids is a super nice guy. And even though he scared the pants off me, um, he actually was a very effective salesperson. He was very chatty about all this stuff and very enthusiastic. And, um, he even went on this little tirade against stride, right. And how they're convincing all these parents that their kids actually need extra wide shoes. And, um, as a shopper at StrideRight, I can honestly say that no one has ever tried to convince me that my kids need wide shoes. And this guy is clearly too young to have any kids and have any experience with this. But, you know, um, I appreciate the sentiment. He says that he thinks that any of the diesels or um, Pumas in his store would undoubtedly be wide enough for 99% of the kids who wanted to put them on. I, you know, I'm, I, I believe him. Now it was inevitable because we're up on the third floor that I was going to end up in another Minnesota gift store. Uh, this one is Minnesota and more. 
I feel like I've been in a Minnesota before in the mall, um, but this one is Minnesota and more. And um, they've got all the usual stuff, lots of stuff I've seen in all the other Minnesota gift stores. I don't know quite what to do, but it does occur to me that we're going to see um, Loretta and Bill's kids, Eleanor and Naomi soon. And we've never even met Naomi. She's going to be a year because we're taking a vacation with them. And it would probably be pretty cute if we brought them some Minnesota gifts. So I head back towards more of the kids section and they have a whole bunch of little beanie baby sized stuffed animals, um, with little sayings on them, like love from Minnesota or Minnesota with like a picture of a guy fishing on the bear's chest and stuff. So I actually pick out a black bear with one of those pictures of the fishing guy and a little moose, which says love from Minnesota on its chest and, um, figure I'll get these two. They're only $7 each. So I'll get these and, I'll probably give the moose to Eleanor and the the bear to Naomi, or probably if Eleanor wants to choose, she can just pick which one she wants because the bear actually has a little bow around his neck. So that's kind of cool too. Uh, in any case, I, I think it would be nice to bring a little piece of Minnesota to them uh, since they're unlikely to ever make it out here on their own. Now, right next to these bears and, and mooses, there is a shelf which has these cans which say on them canned beaver, canned moose, canned black bear. And I don't know what to make of this. It, it's maybe it's like a canned growl or something or the canned noise that each one of these animals makes. And then I see a couple that have been opened and there's actually a stuffed animal inside. And, um, I think about getting this for them for a little while too, but the wolf one is really dumb looking and it doesn't really look like a wolf. So I decide to go with the known quantity since, you know, I wouldn't be able to see, say what the canned beaver looked like. So I just take my two little stuffed animals up to the counter and the saleswoman behind the counter takes the two stuffed animals and she starts saying, a moose, a bear. And, um, you know, maybe you start to talk like that when you've worked here for too long, but I would like her to stop. She is making me a little bit nervous. Uh, she's clearly, um, socially like not completely well adjusted, or maybe she thinks that this is normal behavior. I'm not sure. I, I try to just move on and ignore her because, you know, she, she just weirded me out with that. She seems to be fairly normal. Otherwise I, uh, I, after she's rung up the sale and she's got my credit card going, I spot that you can buy these little gift bags, which say love from Minnesota on them. And I think I need to get one of these from my bag collection and it's a dollar 59. So I say, well, can you give me one of those and just ring it up? I'll, I'll pay cash for it. And she rings it up and it comes to one sixty-nine with tax. So I pull out a dollar and then I start to count out my change and I get out two quarters, a dime and four pennies. 
and I hand it over to her and I say, I think that should be 69. And she, um, she stops, uh, you know, a, a minute later and she starts saying, did you put the nickel in there? Did I put it in the register? And, and she's going on and on. And I'm like, um, let me look. And I was like, oh, you know, I forgot to give you a nickel. I was just thinking, you know how like one quarter plus a dime would be 35 and plus four pennies, that, that would be 39. For some reason I made the leap that somehow two quarters would still have that. Like it would be like 55, you know, it's just being dumb. Right. So I try to explain this to her and she's just like overwhelmed by this. And she, um, she just starts saying, well, I, I thought I could have put it in there in the register, but I, I, I wasn't sure. And I didn't remember doing it, but I, I could have forgotten. I forget those things sometimes. And, but I, I could have done it. And I just wasn't sure if you had given it to me or not. And she just goes on and on and on. And I was just like, okay, well, thanks. See you later. Now that you have my nickel, we can stop talking about it. And I just basically grab, um, my bags and, and go as far as I can tell, she's still mumbling about the nickel, um, as I exit the store. Now city shirts, um, looks like the kind of place I'm not going to like. First of all, it, it just smells like the kind of store where there's going to be no returns. It has a bunch of t-shirts outside the store and they're just the kind of shirt that I would never ever in a million years buy. Uh, one good example is, uh, work harder. Millions of people on welfare depend on you. Uh, sorry, not interested in that macho bullshit slogan wearing, but anyway, I, suck it up and I, uh, go in there and it's not as cool as Raz, but the women's section actually has almost exactly the same stuff as Raz, except they have more selection and they even have a Felix, the cat t-shirt, but it's, first of all, it's a medium and then it's on fatigue, a fatigue t-shirt. So I'm not really into that. I think that's kind of dumb looking. They have the double bubble t-shirt that I bought the other day. Uh, they have, you know, the trick cereal one, they've got Wheaties ones, they've got all kinds of stuff. They have a, where the wild things are t-shirt. And I think that that's super cute. And I rifle through the, uh, pile and they actually have a large down at the bottom. And then I find a Tom and Jerry one, uh, further around and they have a large in that too, but I have to say, I don't like the Tom and Jerry one as well. I wish I did. Cause I think Tom and Jerry are super cool and the kids would dig that. But the, where the wild things are is a nicer looking t-shirt. So I'm a little worried because you know, the extra large of the double bubble shirt fits just right. So I'm a little worried that this large is going to be too tight, but, um, maybe if I lose that five pounds, um, it'll look fine. So I decide that I'm going to go for it. And indeed there are no returns here. So, you know, I guess I've done pretty well and I'm hoping, I'm hoping it fits. Um, as I'm checking out, I look past the sales guy and behind him, there's this t-shirt, which, um, like it's based on those old emails that, um, used to go around, um, 
where people would send out embarrassing pictures and then they would go around and then someone would pick them up and turn them into a mock MasterCard ad. So it's like, it's this t-shirt has a picture of this probably four-year-old kid with um, Packers stuff like drawn on his face and Packers colors. And he's giving the finger and he has this really mean look on his face and he's clearly in the football stands. And um, it says on it, like, you know, cost of a hot dog, you know, three ninety nine, cost of a large pop, um, you know, four ninety nine, blah, blah, blah. And then teaching your kid to hate the Vikings by the age of five, priceless. Anyway, it's a super dumb t-shirt, but I have to say I'm completely horrified by the picture of this kid at such a young age giving the finger because, you know, kids pick stuff up from you, you know, that's for sure. And like, it's not like Evan and Garrett never used bad words because, you know, we're not so good at not swearing around them, but when they do it, we tell them you're not allowed to use that word and they stop and they certainly don't grimace and give the finger to the other team at sports games. And if they ever did, they would probably never go to another sports game ever as if, if I was in charge, which (laughs) that's debatable in any case, it just kind of creeps me out. And, and I think it's just a, a little symbol of like how fucked up we are in this country sometimes. And like, Sometimes I just think we're raising our kids weird and we're going to be sorry someday. And this t-shirt represents that for me. And now true to the third floor, this is just a dreadful stretch of stores. The next store is called Alamo Flags and it is a store that's all about flags and it doesn't accept returns, of course. Now, I hate flag waving of most kinds, but especially the American kind. Um, But this store has kind of a weird mix of internationalism and provincialism. So they've got like, you know, all these international flags and probably because the World Cup is on, they've got, you know, all kinds of stuff and, and, um, all the big soccer teams are represented and you can get a flag from basically any country in the world here. And you can get, you know, license plates with, you know, different flags and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then in the back, they've got all this pro Vikings and pro Packers stuff. So it still caters to the provincialism of Wisconsin and Minnesota and their love of their sports teams over all others. So it's kind of a weird rah, rah, rah place in many ways. And, um, I can't fit myself in here anywhere. I just don't belong here now. Um, Interestingly, the sales women are sort of Middle Eastern women with full, like not full, but they, they have, you know, the scarves over their hair and, um, they, they're dressed very traditionally. And, you know, I think, well, okay, you know, it's just, it's, it's either just a gimmick or it really is like this kind of international place. In any case, I just need something cheap to buy. And 
I don't want any of this stuff. I don't want it in my house. I don't want another country's flag. I don't want an American flag. I don't want a Canadian flag. I don't, you know, Keith's Canadian. So, you know, we could presumably have one of those around, but I just don't want them. So they have a bunch of dumb bumper stickers. You don't want those. I finally find it's the only one on the shelf, but I find a magic yo-yo and I don't know what's magic about it, but I'm assuming that it will work better than some of the other cheapo yo-yos that we've gotten like in gift bags from parties and stuff. And that Evan might really enjoy having a yo-yo. And this one has a big smiley face on the side. So, you know, even better as far as I'm concerned. Um, when I bring it up to the counter, it's kind of funny because these super traditional looking, um, Middle Eastern women are speaking completely like fluent American accented English. So it's not like they're immigrants. Um, and they're sitting there eating Taco Bell. So, you know, go figure. And I just buy my yo-yo and, uh, and I get out of there. Now it just keeps getting better and better. Um, Motor Madness is a total NASCAR store and it's another one where there are no returns. So I'm just bumming here. I'm starting to stress out a little bit because, you know, I just don't need to be buying all this stuff, right? And one, I don't want NASCAR stuff. I don't want a t-shirt. I don't, I just don't want it. You know, I don't. I don't mind buying the $25 NASCAR clock if I can actually bring it back and return it the next time, but I don't want this stuff. However, the universe does not hear me today and I have to buy something. So towards the back of the store, there's a rack with these really dumb little signs that you can put up in your office or at home or whatever. And, um, most of them are kind of obnoxious. Like I hear voices in my head and they don't like you, you know, really mean spirited stuff. I, I childproof the house and somehow they still get in. That's kind of funny. It's not as mean as the other one, but it's still kind of mean. And I just, you know, I just don't feel like being that way. I, I finally find one around the back, which has a picture of planet earth in the, in the sky with stars all around it. And then it says, wish you were here along the top. And that actually makes me laugh and makes me think of my kids because Evan is so spacey and he's always like off in his head somewhere. And I really wish he was here <laughs> because I can't communicate with him half the time. Um, it also ties up to this whole weird, um, thing that he and I have gotten into where, we started as a joke that I was an alien and I was from another planet and it was just a joke, but then it has grown so that we have these long conversations about what my planet is like and why can I breathe air and, um, you know, uh, do they have this on my planet? Do they have that on my planet? To the point where at one point I said to Keith, I'm a little worried about Evan because I'm a little bit thinking that he might kind of believe that I really am from another planet. And he overheard me and he said, mom, it's just pretend. And I was like, oh, thank God. Okay. You're okay. In any case, that kind of fits into that whole vibe too. And Garrett now insists that he's an alien too, but he's not even quite three yet. And so, um, you know, it's not 
it's more just like he likes to say it, but he doesn't even really know what we're talking about. <laughs> and he also just likes to repeat whatever Evan says. So, um, so he gets into that as well. So anyway, I, uh, I do buy that, uh, little thing and it's only five bucks. So I figured that's a pretty cheap way to get out of this store with something amusing, if nothing else. Now, I think that I'm at the end of the stores because the next store looks like the windows have been blacked over with plastic. So they're out of business. And I wonder for a moment if that is the Minneapolis storefront where that store used to be. But then it also could be across the way where there's a boarded up storefront. So I really don't know which it is, um, but I do think that I'm in the right territory here. I could probably figure it out if I looked at the map because I think the maps I have have Minneapolis on them. And I do really wish that I had made it to Minneapolis to take a nap there before they, sh they shot, but, um, but I was not so lucky. Uh, however, I'm wrong. Um, right past the store with the plasticed up windows is Department 56. It's kind of a wannabe crate and barrel with, um, with much less stuff and much less nice stuff. It's holiday stuff and home stuff. So they've got rooms with like lots of little Santa Claus vignettes, you know, like little um, figurine type things. And then a whole thing, a whole room with nativity scenes. And um, then in the main room, they've got like big displays with like all these rubber ducky uh, bath things. And then another one with all these froggy bath things. And it's kind of random. Um, and I, I don't really want any of it, but I walk past the front display, which has these big, ugly pillows, uh, in them. And they're really ugly. They're like knit, uh, like woven yarn covers, um, and they're really, really huge. And they remind me actually that I had mail ordered some, um, pillows for the couch from Crate and Barrel after those Urban Outfitter ones, I decided, um, weren't quite right. They were a little too fussy. So, um, I brought those back, but the, I ordered some from Crate and Barrel online and then they were way too big. And so I sent them back and I haven't remembered to check my credit card bill to see whether they were credited back to me or not. Um, so I've got to make a note to do that. But in honor of those bags that were totally huge and not right at all, I decided that I'm going to get a couple of these really ugly pillows and, uh, they're really hideous. I mean, I would never, ever have these in my house, but, um, somehow it just seems like the right thing to do. So, um, so I pick out a red one and a green one and bring them up to the counter. They check me out and she says, I think we have some of these in back. We have some of these in back, don't we? And her friend says, yes, I think we do. And she goes in back and she comes out with two completely flattened versions of the pillows that I pulled off the rack. 
And, um, I think they must be the cases and then I must get the pillows separately, which is kind of a bummer because Crate and Barrel did that. And then it kind of stressed me out because I put them together and then I didn't like them. So then I felt stressed out about returning them, which is kind of why I need to check my credit card bill to make sure that they did give me my money back. In any case, oh, that's neither here nor there. Um, she says, it's amazing how small they get. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, you realize this is just the pillow right here. And that when you take it out of its case, it blows up kind of like those space pillows and it, the foam just like expands. And so it's like some new space age technology to keep pillows really not taking up too much space until you actually get them home, which I think is totally crazy. And I wish that I could take them out of the bag and test them out, um, and watch them fill up. I think that that would be a really fun thing to do actually. So I am now back at Nordstrom and I need to do the other side of this aisle and, um, directly across, uh, uh, the first store that I would go to is the sunglass hut. And I am not going to go there cause I've, I have shopped at both the sunglass hut and watch station and I don't want to go there anymore. I just am sick of that whole ruse about buying sunglasses. The next store is Claire's and I've been to plenty of Claire's as well. And so I'm not going to go there either. And then is Deli Mango, so that's just a food place, so I'm not going to go there either. So boom, 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 I'm I'm through those. And the next store is the RCC Western Store, and this place is filled with cowboy boots, cowgirl shirts, Wrangler jeans. It kind of reminds me of when I went out to California to visit my friend Natasha, and I think it was probably like 12 years ago when I had just gotten out of college and I was just roaming around randomly and decided to go see her. And she was working in a cowboy boot store and they sold almost exactly the same kind of stuff. And in fact, I think I bought a pair of Wrangler jeans from her store while I was there. Um, so this all comes flooding back as I'm standing there. I It's also got all kinds of really hideously ugly, like, cowboy figurines and things like that. And really, I just, I don't know what to get here, but I go over to the bags and there is actually a not too tassely, uh, green bag that while I wouldn't really want to own it is not completely intolerable. So, um, this seems fairly promising and, um, I decide that I'm going to get that. The guy who works there is like, so are you having a good day? And I'm like, um, sure, sure am. And realize that, you know, I just need to get out of here before I get roped into a conversation with a cowboy booted guy who's over enthusiastic. So I go ahead and, um, and tell him it's a gift so that I can verify the return policy, which is the liberal 30 days return or exchange. And so I go ahead and I purchase it and then I get out of there and I'm, I'm very glad I feel relief having gotten that one behind me. Next is red wing shoes. 
And this looks familiar to me, but I don't really, I can't quite place where I might have seen Red Wing shoes before. They have a bunch of Dansko stuff up front for women, and I have a pair of Dansko clogs, and they're like the most comfortable pair of shoes I own. But their sandals are kind of ugly. But this might be the only thing that I can buy here because they have mainly men's shoes. Their Dansko sandals are all on sale for $79.99, and the sales guy is pushing me really hard about how great they are and what a good deal it is and blah, blah, blah. So I finally relent and ask him if I can try on a size 10 in these brown, slightly weird looking sandals that they have by Dansko. And he brings them out and I try them on and they're pretty comfortable. I mean, he's going on and on and on about how comfortable they are. Not that he has ever tried them on himself because he's a guy and he wouldn't wear Danskos unless he was being weird or something. So I, um, I don't know. I'm pretty mixed on them, but I actually decide that this could be a good excuse to bring them back. So I say, well, you know, I'm kind of mixed. I, you know, I, they're really comfortable, but I'm not sure if I like them. If I bought them and thought about them for a little bit, can I return them? And he says, absolutely. Um, it's like a 90 day return policy or something crazy like that. So, um, so no problem. This will be a good way to get out of here. Now, while I'm waiting in line, there's a couple that scoots in line right ahead of me and they get into a conversation with the other sales guy about the fact that they're from Saskatchewan. And then my sales guy gets into it and there's this really retarded back and forth, which I think my sales guy and the other sales guy think are super funny. Um, but I think probably this is the Saskatchewan couple thinks is really, uh, retarded and potentially even offensive where it's like, uh, you know, the other guy says, so Saskatchewan, that's where they got those. Um, you know what I bet they got there? They got drive through liquor stores and the couple's like, um, no, we don't have drive through liquor stores. They have those in Manitoba. And the guy's like, oh, Manitoba, right. Well, you know, um, don't they have the beer and the liquor separate there? No, that's Ontario. Oh no, that's, that's what they got in, um, what's that other country, that place, uh, the place with the pointy tower and they're like Toronto. And he's like, yeah, Toronto. And my sales guy's like Toronto, what province is, uh, is Toronto in? And all three of the others go Ontario. And just the whole thing really, really gets on my nerves. It's like these guys have this dopey, like dopey and his sidekick, uh, kind of routine down that they think is really charming the pants off their customers. But honestly, I don't know. Keith's Canadian and, and, um, the, the amount of dumb stuff that gets said about Canadians in this country is like fairly phenomenal. And the only one who's funny about it in the entire country is Jon Stewart. So there you have it. Like, just don't try it. It's not funny. It just comes off as ignorant, you know? So anyway, I, I kind of feel for those two and think, oh, great. <sighs> More bad press for the United States.
now I only have two more stores. Um, the next one is Vans and, um, Vans is another one of these kind of surfer skateboard type places. And of course they have the famous Vans shoes. I walk in and all of a sudden this guy, um, jumps out and goes, Hey, how you doing? And once again, he scares the pants off me. I just like, I jump out of my skin. He surprises me so bad. Um, and I'm fine. You know what I mean? Like fucking take a Valium. Okay, dude. So I kind of just want to get out of there and I'm suspecting that these clothes are teenage clothes because of the size numbers. So, so I don't really want to be here. So I bypass the clothing and head for the bags and they actually have these cool East pack backpacks. Um, there's two of them that I like. One is pink with this kind of floral earthy pattern on it. And the other one is brown and olive green with a, a earthy floral and foresty kind of pattern on it. I think both are super cool and I can't quite decide which one I want. Um, they kind of look good together, but of course that's impractical. It's not like buying, you know, a shirt and a skirt. You're not going to wear two backpacks. So I end up going for the brown and green one. It's $25, which isn't that bad for a backpack. It's pretty decent. And, um, I just take it straight up to the front and the sales guy has disappeared. I'm not sure where he is. So I just wait there for a few minutes until all of a sudden he shows up with a bang, um, from behind in the back of the store where he's been getting some shoes for a girl who's there with her mother. Uh, he comes out, he gives them to them, tells them he's missing something they asked for. And then, um, he comes over to me and he says, Hey, you going to get that backpack? And, um, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get the backpack. So he starts to ring me up and he says, you getting a new backpack. You excited? And I say, um, yeah, I'm really excited. And he, you know, he rings it up and he says, Hey, it's on sale for 1797. That's pretty good. And I say, yeah, that's a really good price. And he's like, Hey, do you, do you check out the, the, um, the clothes, all the girls clothes is on sale. And I say, Oh, no, thanks. And he's like, okay. All right. And he's checking me out and he goes, it's a beautiful day today. And I'm like, um, yeah, it's all right. You know, it's, it's actually kind of gray. So I don't really know quite what he's talking about. And he's inside. So I don't know when he's seen the sun. Um, but I'm like, yeah, it is. It's a beautiful day. And he's like, I've been working open to close for the last four days and I'm feeling fantastic. He says, everyone else is walking around like their dog died. And I said, um, I said, well, maybe you're just jacked up on too much ginseng or something. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that might be true. Um, he's talking really fast and he does seem like he's like on speed or something like that, you know, like too much coffee or I don't know, maybe this is his real personality. He's probably one of these drug free guys. Who's just high on life. He's definitely not stoned though. I'm clear on that. 
you know, he's checking me out in the middle of our conversation. He suddenly goes, Hey there, Harley Davidson guy. I was just there. I was just in California at the Harley Davidson thing. And he starts to talk to him, but Harley Davidson guy is like, not so interested. Um, I, he goes in and out of conversation with me. I'm just mystified by this dude. Um, finally he hands me a bag with a t-shirt in it. And he's like, here you go, hun. And then he goes off to help someone else. And I'm, I'm like, gosh, is, do I get like a free t-shirt for shopping here and look in the bag and I look back and he comes back and I'm like, did you give this to me for a reason? And he's like, did I give you that? And (laughs) like, yeah, you did. And he's like, Oh, sorry, man. And he switches the bags. He, he, he uh, hands me the bag that he stuffed the, um, the backpack into. And he's like, sorry, a few fries short of a happy meal today. And, uh, like, good luck with that. And, uh, and I head out. Now my last store on this, um, on this third floor of the mall of America is GameStop. And, um, I figure I'll just buy some gaming stuff, you know, and, and return it. But actually it turns out it's mainly used stuff like used games, used DVDs, stuff like that. I don't really, I'm a little nervous about being able to return this stuff, but I start looking around and we don't have any game stuff at home. Like we don't have any of those systems. So it's kind of useless. But then I find that they have a DVD section and they have some pretty decent DVDs, you know, some things that I wouldn't mind seeing again, like Solaris with George Clooney was good. Although I'd rather see the original, uh, cause I haven't seen that one and I'm not sure I want to own it. Uh, but it's only five ninety nine, So that's a pretty good price. And then, um, they've got a Spider-Man one that's promising, but that's 10 bucks. And all of this, I'm kind of worried, you know, it's not returnable. So I just feel like, you know, it's all going to add up and go as cheap as you can. Uh, and then I find this Batman Beyond, uh, one, and this is got to be the one that I get because Evan and Garrett totally dig Batman Beyond and it's the animated one, which is cool. So it's a little different from the ones that they have been watching. It's marked as seven ninety nine, So not great, but not terrible. So I decide that I'm going to get that. I bring it up to the front and, um, there's all kinds of geeky game people in here. I mean, even people that I wouldn't have expected were game people. It's kind of an interesting scene. Um, but in any case, he gets to me and, and, um, he rings it up. It's only five ninety nine plus tax. So it's even cheaper than was marked. There must be a big sale on or something. And, um, I ask if I can return it, if it turns out it doesn't play in my machine or something. He says, oh yeah, 30 days. So I had nothing to worry about. Even the used stuff here um, can be returned. So that's cool. And, you know, honestly, I might just let them keep it. Now, woohoo! I am done with the third floor of the Mall of America. I have shopped at every store here. Um, and I, since I have my new prescription for my eyeglasses, I think it's probably time for me to go down to, um, Pearl vision and check out, uh, their glasses and and find Elizabeth again and try to get my glasses ordered. Um, but I actually decide that first I'm going to go over to lens crafter. 
because I want to see if they have any lens, any um, frames that I would be more comfortable with. And, you know, I, I guess I'm just still feeling that the ones that Elizabeth and I picked out the other day don't feel quite right. So I go to LensCrafter and a guy comes up to help me and I sort of explain my situation. I'm like, I thought I wanted to change, but then I tried on all these frames and I was kind of uncomfortable with them. So I don't know what to do and I kind of want to change, but I kind of don't. And so he's like, okay, well, let's start trying some stuff on. I think that you should stay more in the more conservative part of the, uh, length, the frames that we have available. And I have to say, I'm a little dismayed by this because I, I thought that I was a more risk taking person than it turns out I am. But I also just want a pair of glasses that I'm not going to feel like a dumbass in. So, um, he starts picking stuff out and, and he goes for these Adrian V. Tadini glasses. And a lot of them are pretty flattering. You know, they're a little rounder. They're not so square as a lot of the other ones I was trying on are. And I actually try on a couple that I think are pretty nice. Um, while I'm trying them on, he abandons me because two other people come in and he can see that I'm not going to spend my money with him um, today. In fact, I even told him that. And then I also find this Hugo Boss pair, which are kind of nice. They're plastic. And so I'm feeling like, okay, I can do this, but maybe it's not the particular store. Maybe it's actually just that I was on the wrong track in terms of what I was looking for. So I write down the three pairs that I like, and I decide to skedaddle out of there. And, um, I head down to Pearl Vision and at Pearl Vision, Elizabeth doesn't seem to be there and someone else starts to help me and I give her the same song and dance and I tell her that, you know, I thought I um, was feeling adventurous, but maybe I'm not and I don't know what to do. And she goes also to the Adrian Vitadini um, glasses and starts pulling them off and she finds some pairs that I don't like. And she seems kind of dismayed at like at one, you know, one pair after another. I'm like, no, it's too much. No, it's too much. No, it's too dark. No, it's too heavy, but she's persistent. I like her. And she pulls off this pair that's kind of greenish and metal frames. And they've got this nice kind of rounded shape, but they're kind of narrow and they're darker than I thought I wanted but they actually look really nice. And she's like, you don't want to go too light with your coloring because if you go too light, they'll just get lost and you can actually support like a darker frame than what you're wearing right now. Um, so I actually think that those look fantastic on you. And I have to say that I really like them as well. I keep looking for more and keep trying stuff on, but really I keep coming back to that pair that she pulled off that looks so good. And so I finally decide that that's what I'm going to go for. So then I tell her that I um, want to get sunglasses for my second pair that'll be free. And um, she brings me over to the sunglasses and she pulls out 
straight off a pair of Adrian Vitadini again and puts them on me. And she's like, wow, those look fantastic. They fit the bridge of your nose, you know, like whatever that means. Right. And she's like, I think this is your brand. And I continue to try on like a million pairs. And the only other pair I really, really love are a Kate Spade pair. Of course, Kate Spade, of course, but these are $380 frames. And once the prescriptions go in, they'll be much more expensive. And the free thing for the second pair is only $200. So I, I don't think so. I think that Adrian Vitadini are the ones. So I'm pretty psyched and we come over and she convinces me to get the anti-reflective lenses on the glasses, but then I don't go for the warranty and, um, you know, we go back and forth and then she adds it all up and it's like almost $400 when it all comes together. I guess glasses have gone up since I last bought them. I mean, the frames are 170 or something, but I guess I still thought that a pair of glasses would only be 250 bucks, but then they probably would have been 300, but then I got the anti-reflective. So they were 350 and then the sunglasses were like 245. So it's another 45. So it comes to a pretty hefty amount, um, in the end. And I, I have that familiar sinking feeling, uh, in my stomach as, uh, as I hand over the credit card. The only thing that sort of gets me through it is that this saleswoman is so nice and we started to bond over the glasses. You know, once we found a pair that I liked and she realized that I wasn't going to be a total pain in the ass stick in the mud, but it turns out she has two kids. She has a two and a half year old and a 10 week old. And so she's just come back to work and her husband's in retail too. He manages another Pearl Vision. And I don't know, it's just kind of funny. We totally click and we talk about how hard it is with kids. And the reason it comes up is because my glasses are in such bad shape. And I say, well, I've had them for six or seven years. And she's like, well, um, glasses technology has moved on a bit in six or seven years. And I'm like, yeah, well, when we had my first kid, we went from broke to completely broke. So then I've just never gone and decided to spend that money, you know, to buy a new pair, even though I desperately needed a new pair. And, um, anyway, that like creates the bonding moment. And, and we end up talking about, you know, how great, how hard, how crazy working full time, having kids, you know, having kids in daycare, uh, you know, it runs the whole gamut. Um, but I love this woman. I would be friends with her if I was ever going to see her again. And, and, um, I'm really glad I've had this interaction and it definitely takes the edge off the $400 sticker price. And that's good too. So I leave them all feeling slightly sick to my stomach, but also really excited about my new glasses and just really ready to see a new me in the mirror the next time I look.